welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too. Enjoy the show. So we're going to try something that's slightly different. Um, and Max have just done Max's 1 to 11. Uh, we're sitting here. I'm uh, got a beer. We're just having a chat. Max is having a coffee in the morning. He's in Melbourne. And um, we've always found when we do these sort of things that after we press the button to stop uh, recording what you guys see, we get the best content come through. And since we have got Nutty Max from Melbourne and <laughs> we have Dan, the podcast whore, you know, it's got to be a perfect example. Just have a random chat. The first question I'll ask you, Max, is like, there's no football over here till the 3rd uh, of April. Will the season come back? What, what do you think is the right thing we should do? Uh, look, for the sponsorship, just purely for the f- sponsorship money, for the TV rights deal, for uh, what levels that the Premier League is going to have to have to not hit certain losses, um, you know, because they, they have to hit certain numbers for different broadcasting deals, which makes up a huge percentage of the Premiership. You know, I, I know I've heard a lot of people, Dan being one, saying, you know, you can't play games behind closed doors. It's a waste of time. Just end it. I, I get the sentiment to that, and I know that the games are going to be soulless, but the games are going to have to be played. I heard a really interesting concept the other day if it was shut down, though, and I thought it'd be interesting to ask you boys what you thought. So no one would really mind if uh, right now Liverpool got given the premiership, right? If they just oh, said Liverpool's won. Liverpool's won the Premiership. I know you would, but I mean, if Liverpool's won the, I mean, no one would be in uproar. Such is their lead, and 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 if we're looking at it statistically, what is the likelihood <coughs> no, that they were going to throw it away? It. They haven't they haven't got the points. They can't win it. They can't win the league. Please. Yeah. So I heard this the other day talking about just because they're not going to be able to fit if they put it on hold, they're not going to be able to fit in all the games. So I was reading that statistically, they would take all the teams who were essentially out of both elements of it and play round robins at the top and the bottom in like these little mini leagues where they'll be able to put multiple games on maybe in one stadium at once, which will allow them to isolate in an area at once altogether. I thought that was really cool. So it was about the one I heard was, wasn't at the top of the table. It was in promotion and relegation because that's the thing. If they halt the season, who gets promoted and who gets relegated? That's the, the real sticking point. So I was hearing that what they might do is they might take the bottom six, the top six teams from the championship, the bottom six teams from the Premier League, and play them off in a in a round robin seeded tournament to see who gets promoted, who gets negated. Go through that again. The bottom six, bottom six from the Premier League, the top six from the championship, and play them off in a cup competition in a round robin to decide promotion and relegation if they can't play all of the games. And I thought, what a cracking idea. They'd have to have no crowds there <laughs> because like people would like riot and bottle <laughs> each other. It, it would be the it would be like 1970s English football, like for promotion and rel- think about the championship. Think about how I, I still think that the championship during playoffs is the best football to watch in England. Out of anywhere. I would rather watch championship playoff football than a Champions League final that doesn't have my team in it. I don't care about the Champions League final. I want to go see people like double-leg each other to get into the premiership. That's what I love. But that was something that got put to me in the pub the other day, and I was like, yes, that would make amazing sense. 
the thing with so me that, I get about it is the kind of you can't give these any of these teams the oh by the way they were going to win it it's like uh, what Trev put on today about the Grand National thing oh it's uh, the, the Grand National has been cancelled so we'll just give it to the favourite they were going to win it it's exactly the same so you've got Man City that mathematically can still win the league so therefore Liverpool can't win it you've got Aston yep. Villa that look like they're probably going to potentially go down but they've got a game in hand which will get them out of the relegation zone you've got Manchester United who look like they're going to get fifth place but at the moment Sheffield United win their game in hand they can go fifth so there's so much of this at the moment none of it we've matters got, to Arsenal we're still screwed whatever so yeah but we're mm. we're screwed whatever with the way we're playing in my opinion no, no, so no. I look at it now it's, and think you know this None listen, of this Dan, is fair. Listen, so, listen, Dan, we get a point against City. We're level with Spurs on only on goal difference. If, then we massive, play massive if. Yeah, mate, no, you've no, been no, drinking no. the same silly juice <laughs> as that Trevor. That Trevor in that Trevor in that, that Trevor in that interview listen, that you I did do, with I'm him on the West Ham team. game when he said that Arsenal had played well in West Ham. I'm convinced he'd had a stroke. <laughs> I'm on anti-coronavirus. Um, um, liquids. I'm on Fosters. I love you, Trevor. Beautiful. I love Trev. Beautiful. I love Trev. I love you. Trev's passion I love you. And Trev's get, off, get off the beers, Trev. Get off the beers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so Mac, yeah. you, you, you top have sorted out the relegation, um, the relegation promotion side of things. Uh, Dan, how do you sort out the top of the league and how mm. do you sort out um, the Champions League, Europa League positions? The only way that you do it is you extend the season, mate. You can't start saying, oh, that we, you know, Max's idea is great, but that's never going to happen, is it? Let's be honest. It'd be great to see it, but it's never going to happen. So how do you sort out the top? You void the season unless you can carry on playing it. You can't do job half done. I've always said that if you do a job, you've got to do it properly or don't do it at all. And as far as I'm concerned, if we cannot finish this season before the, 25th of July or whatever it be then just get rid of it and cancel it and no one wins anything everyone stays where they are because that's the fairest way to do it you can't start saying our oh, leads they probably would have gone up but Blackburn or Nottingham Forest were probably going to go down or whatever it be you can't start guessing it it's just would cause too much mayhem in my they, opinion they've now, they've now postponed Euro 2020 to be Euro 2021 it's going to be the um, 17th of June to the 17th of July 2021 is the preliminary dates. Um, so th- there's definitely a big enough window for us to finish the season. Uh, they're talking about bringing football back on the um, 3rd of April. Um, I know from some of the contacts I've got that Arsenal are already preparing for the Norwich game to be behind closed doors. Um, whether that, uh, whether whether that is what happens in, in reality. Um, there's talk about, um, similar to what Max was talking about, um, which is um, they're having neutral venues and having multiple mm. games on, on certain times, like maybe having four games on Saturday at Villa Park and then five games at Wembley and stuff like that. Max, do you think that could work? Yeah, well, they're, they're talking about doing it in the NRL here, the Rugby League. I know you guys love your Rugby League as much as NRL. I do. Yeah, they're talking about doing that in the NRL here. They're actually talking about taking all the clubs up, splitting it into three different sectors, taking them up to the least affected part in Australia because it's still hot up north, which is in Queensland, it's up Townsville and all that way. And they're talking about actually putting 
the competition in three different places, housing them in three different places and playing what they call magic rounds. So we have this thing here called magic round. It usually happens twice a year where all of the teams say go into one city and they play back-to-back-to-back games and you buy a ticket and you can buy a ticket for the whole day or they play it over two days. You see three games, one after the other, four games. Basically, you just see them all. You see them all in a row. It's a big carnival experience. Now, that only works with fans. Like, Like, that's the whole point of it is that it creates all this stimulus for the area. But when we're back, it might be a fantastic way to play a lot of games very quickly, the guys already play games every three days anyway if they're playing cup competitions, Champions League competitions. The issue is going to be the match fitness at the end of this, and it's something people haven't really spoken about. Mm. You don't go from just not playing to playing, retaining your match fitness or setting a level of these guys are essentially going to have to go back into some form of preseason if they're They've not constantly weeks, working after, through. After three weeks, they're, they're into... Like, you know, like losing fitness continuously yeah. every day. Yeah. So it, it's, you know, the, the standard of football when it returns is going to be, you know, a, a standard of football akin to preseason games. Mm. You know, it, it's going to be it's going to be really interesting. I think we just have to look at it like this. Regardless, the landscape is not going to be something that we recognize. Regardless. And you could say that economically. You can say that about sport. You can say that about everything. When we come out the other side of this, and we will come out the other side of this, I choose hope over fear. Hashtag Max. Um, when we do come out the other side of this, everything is going to look different. And I think that we have to accept and that football fans have to accept that the landscape has changed drastically and that we are going to be looking at either different style competitions or different style round robbing competitions. And it may take us over a year to do reset and come back to what we know. Do you, do you think ultimately if they finish this season – which I think they are trying to do, whether it's behind closed doors or whether it's uh, uh, on front of limited crowds or, 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 or in a magic roundabout sort of um, magic, what do you call them? Magic? Magic round. Magic Typical round. Australians. Sort of events, sort magic of round, mate. Um, do, do you think ultimately the outcome at the end of the season, the end of the 38 games, will be the same as... No. If the season had ran. No. No? No. And that's what I mean about accepting that the landscape is going to be different and teams accepting that the landscape is going to be different. Yes, you're going to have some very upset teams down in the championship. Yes, someone like Leeds, who has been fighting tooth and nail, you know, in and around those playoff spots for... Spent billions. God, the last 10 years, Leeds have been in and around those playoff spots. You know, yes, that that... But, you know, do I want to lose my business? No, I don't want to lose my business. But that is the the state of play at the moment. That's what I'm looking at. You know, and Dan, football, football players are not absolved from the same changes. Football players and football clubs are not absolved from the same sorts of changes that the rest of society is. We're all going to have to negotiate a way through this, and we're all going to have to make changes, take hits, and amend the way that we act. So I say whatever the outcome is, however we can come to an outcome, everyone needs to just say that's the outcome. It was unavoidable. Dan. Um, who do you think the winners and the losers, if they manage to finish the season by the end of June or whatever, um, who do you think the winners and losers in, in, in this are? Um, if you look at the, 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 the relegation side, first of all, who do you think might um, swerve it? Um, who you would have thought would have gone down? For example, Villa, will they swerve it? Will West Ham go down? Um who do you think? 
I think, uh, unfortunately, the team that are going to do well out of this are Tottenham because they're going to get Harry Kane and Son back in time now. I personally mm-hmm. thought they probably were going to be back for the North London derby anyway. Harry Kane always manages to be fit for that, whatever. He could have a broken leg two weeks before and still manage to play. So I think <laughs> Kane and Son coming back, uh, Kane and Son coming back is going to be huge for them because they're really struggling at the moment. In terms of relegation, something's telling me that Bournemouth aren't going to make it this season and I don't know what it is. I fancy Nigel Pearson to get Watford out of trouble and I think that David Moyes would also get West Ham out of trouble. And something tells you that Jack Greedish has got the quality to somehow lead Villa to victory. So I think that the teams that will go down will probably be um, uh, Bournemouth. Um, So I don't know. I don't know that if I'm honest with you in terms of how we think it's going to happen, I think the season will carry on. I think in a few months' time when this dies down, uh, if it dies down, then I think it will go forward into next season potentially and they will then have to look about perhaps getting rid of the domestic cups uh, League Cup or FA Cup. That, or both. that was that was going to be my that was going to be my next point, Dan. Well done. But I, I, think, I think the I think the Premiership is the thing that matters most. The Premiership is the thing that delivers the most amount of money. If we're talking about increased schedules, magic rounds, things like that, limiting travel, you know, as well. I think um, it, it has to be that you look at it and you say, okay, we're not going to no, play the FA Cup, Cup and we're not going to play the League Cup. Especially the League Cup, it has no it has no standing other than financial gain. I mean, the FA Cup well, is a directive into European Max, competition, but the, the the FA Cup is done for this season. Yeah. So, oh, sorry, not the FA Cup. The, the The League Cup is done for this season. Um. So you're looking at the FA Cup where uh, we got Sheffield uh, away, uh, and then obviously there's the semi-finals and the finals. Um. So I I, I do agree. I think those three games could be foregone uh, one for the, the the reasons of crowd uh, security and safety and everything else and just logistically freeing up some time because Arsenal currently have 10, 10 games to, uh, to play um, and that was before uh, you look at us uh, foregoing a league game for, for Sheffield United so um, we at the end of uh, technically speaking this weekend um, we 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 still have ten games when everyone else would have probably eight games, so we'd have two games in hand. Mm. So to to try and free things up, I think the FA Cup has to got to be binned for this year. Um, yeah. uh, the League Cup is, is already done. Next season, I don't think you have to need to worry about it. if we can get everything back and started by. Okay, they're talking about the fourth of April, third, fourth of April. You're going to have to play at least two games a week, aren't you? You're gonna to have to play at least two games a week. No, to get I don't it done see. I don't see that. I don't see no, that no, being no, an no, issue. They already really. play two games a week. You just That's what I mean. I don't think it'll be an issue either. I really but don't think it'll be an issue. You, you know, in what, five weeks, not, it can all be done. <clears throat> yeah, it, it's not. It's not as bad as people are talking about. We're talking about we've forgotten two weekends of football. Mm. If if you don't have the FA Cup and we 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 don't have to have, then we've the only game we've got in hand to worry about is. The um the the Man City game, which we can squeeze in, so it's two weeks. It's two weeks of football because there's an international break this week, uh, next week anyway, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, I personally don't see an issue with playing two games a week to get it done. If it can get to the stage of in April at some point, then it can be done in by the kind of middle of June or whatever it be in the, in in the coming weeks. I don't see an issue with that. Um, I am starting to lean towards this season being uh, void and cancelled day by day 
because of the stuff that's happening in the government. (laughs) Yeah, but because of the way the government are at the moment, everything's becoming quite big day by day here. Mm. It looks more and more unlikely that the season is going to continue. And if I'm honest with you, it actually wouldn't bother me whatsoever if they got rid of this season from a selfish point of view, just for the pure fact that it's been an absolutely abysmal one as far as Arsenal are concerned. However, it has been unfair for the other teams that have done well. I think you have to put your football hat on, not your Arsenal hat on. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think I think I think that's the overarching thing. And I mean, like I said, the one for me is like if someone said we're just going into Champions League and Europa League with the same five teams as last season, same four teams as last season, same how many teams as last season, I don't think that I would have as much of a visceral reaction to that as I would teams getting relegated. Because what it means mm. to get relegated and what it means to get promoted is in some ways I think is more than what the chances of going and winning a, a, a cup competition. Like I know there's money involved there as well, but the mo- for, the for, money for some reason that's the end of the competition huge. that I look at. That's the end of the competition that I look at is the promotion and relegation end of the competition. Yeah, for some great. reason that's that's where my focus is, the, you know, for a, a team in the championship to have struggled and fought in what I think is the hardest league in the world. I don't, I'm not just saying that's the hardest. I'm saying in the world, I think the hardest league in the world is what the is, Premier League is. No, championship football. I think no, getting I promoted say, yeah, yeah, to championship, yeah, championship football is. is the hardest league in the world. Give me any league in the world. You'll play more hard games every week in the championship than you will elsewhere. Yeah, and for those teams to have got themselves to the to the top of the pops there, to get themselves, you know, king of the castle and trying to get promoted and, and vice versa for teams in the premiership, you know, fighting every week for their their survival for some reason that's the part of my football hat that I say you can't scan the season and say it's it's as is or it's it's mm. just madness we've with the, historically it's shown that teams who have have come from nowhere in the championship and been promoted you yeah. know through the playoffs we've seen teams pull themselves out in the last three games of the season you know Sunderland's Ooh, going getting, getting points getting at Man playoffs. City's and yeah, yeah it's it, it like it's yeah, it's 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 that that would be maddening for clubs, and the financial implications would be massive. But in a way, at least if they bin it all and they reset it from next season, it's equal to everyone. If I ask you this, because seeing as it's an Arsenal podcast, if I asked you this with, without our football uh, kind of uh, impartial brains on. There's two routes for us to get Champions League this season potentially, right? Finishing fourth will get us Champions League. Won't if happen. City do get yeah, won't happen in my opinion. If City do get banned, yeah, next season, which I still don't think they will, but if they do, then fifth place would give us a spot won't as well. Happen. Right? Won't happen. <laughs> if, no, 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 but this is the other way. If they void the season and cancel it and give the fifth. five teams of last season Champions League, we will end up in the Champions League. Will that happen? That's more likely to happen, in my but, opinion, than us coming but, fourth or fifth this um, season. Have you, have you not thought, if they void the season and put us back into position that we were last season, that they don't defer um, Man City's ban for one I season? Would have, I would have thought that it would defer Man City's ban, which is exactly what I was going to say. Not go. to, not to mention, a, I'm not even confident that Man league. City's ban will stand. I'm sure there's Neither an process, and I'm sure that they're going to be able to offset it you know, or there's going to be reductions. I like, I said, and until, also, I, and until also, I see the writing on like nailed to Man City's door, like you are banned from Champions agreed. League, 
I, I refuse to sit there and say, well, 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 fifth. And not to mention, I don't think that we'll get anywhere near fifth anyway. I'd be surprised if we no, take same. another 10 points for the rest but of it's the all, season. It's already, you know it's already going to take so long anyway. And now because of all this, it's definitely going to take longer. So that Man City ban is definitely not going to happen next season now. Yeah. Whatever happens, it's taken too long. It's going to take too long for all the, the, the legalities so, so, of it. So. Can I ask you a question? You, yep. you come along and say you, you want to write off the, the season and, and have done with the season. Is that what you're no, I don't, I don't say I want to do that. I don't say no, I want no, to do that. I said if it happens, it wouldn't bother me. I'd like to see the season extended personally, but I don't think it'll happen. Because you've you've also, you've said on WhatsApp group and everything else about just have done with it, write the season off, that's it, just close it down and uh, we sort out the consequences there afterwards. Is that with your Arsenal hat on or is that with your football hat on? That's with my Arsenal hat on because I'm, if I'm being selfish, I don't care about this season at all. It's caused so much horrendous hurt and pain for me already uh, as an Arsenal that fan. So, that doesn't help football then, does it? That's why I'm saying it's with my Arsenal hat on. With my football hat on, I want the season to extend and I want to finish it. Absolutely. But with yeah. an Arsenal point of view, I don't give a damn, really. If you're saying to me, what do you think this will mean for Arsenal? I'm an Arsenal fan and we've been awful, so it won't bother me. Let's crack on the next season. As far as an option. concerned, I want to see it extended. How about this as an option? If the season has to be extended and it means that there's a shortened pre-season running into next season, that next season the Premier League plays a shortened competition where everyone only plays each other once. It's a shortened competition into next season. It allows us to get a reset and get back online for the season following. Where well, do we the play the game? Ah, 2020. Uh, you play yeah. half your games at home, half your games away, and it's done as a lottery. Or it's done seeded. If you're a seeded high, if, maybe if you're a seeded higher team, you play away to seeded lower teams to, to even it up. If you're a lower seeded team, you're at home. If you're a higher seeded team, you play away. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't want to be the FA. Other. I wouldn't be the FA to make these decisions, would you? These are things they're talking no. about here for, for different sporting codes. They're talking about everyone only playing each other once. They're saying if we have to defer the season, because the season's meant to have started. We played one okay. round that's looking at being shut down. They're saying, look, well, if we play everyone once, or if we, oh, then you play at neutral grounds, Dan. That answers that's that. That's what I was going to say. That's you play, what I was you play, at, you play <clears throat> at neutral grounds. So we'll you play know, Arsenal, the North London derby of Villa Park or something like that. So yeah, yeah I see what you mean. Yeah. Or the North London derby at Chelsea, and and it's you know mm. it's fifty, it's fifty, it's oh, fifty, that, fifty, it's fifty, fifty. It's ticket imagine holders. that bridge wouldn't exist anymore, would it? Yeah, they'd be burned <laughs> down, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, I think there are so many more options, you know, for us for us to look at and ways that this can be done. Shortened competitions, shortened cup competitions. Um, you know, someone even brought up the other day crazy crazy idea but someone brought up the other day playing shorter games so that they can play more games yeah, more I quickly. Heard that 30 minute games. yeah yeah they 30 were talking yeah. 30 minute half 60 minute games and the idea being that theoretically if we're playing a third less of a game we should be able to play a third more often because we're not running people and i'm like oh so many things like here, this is all this all it's it's such it's such a wild landscape uh, and i don't remember yep. what i was saying on this okay. podcast or the last okay. podcast but everyone has to get into the mindset that the it's not going to look like the Premiership we know. It's not going to look like that. For the last 10 games of the, the Premier League, if we did go into 60-minute games in total, and then City, uh, sorry, Liverpool e- eventually uh, get the title, which we all know that they, they, they are um, worthy champions, but technically speaking, they're not, so fuck them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, language. Language, Vegas. I know oh, we're yeah. not live. I know we're not live, but you're going to have a hard time cutting it out with this program. Yeah, I know. It's, it's coronavirus, <laughs> mate. It's coronavirus. Um, but, um, you know, uh, it, 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 
can then they justify that they are worthy champions if they've played half games for a third of the season? No, there'll always be an asterisk next to it. It's like if you pick a bird up in a nightclub and you tell her you're a lawyer, right? There's always an asterisk next to it. A lawyer or a liar? (laughs) A lawyer. A lawyer, right? You say, oh, I've got, three Ferrari- I've got three Ferraris out the back and I'm going to take you back to my mansion. But that's 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 getting uh, sprayed for bugs. So I've got to take you back to this this motel, <laughs> right? You'll always have an asterisk. You'll be happy that it happened. You'll always have good memories. But you'll always be thinking, I got there through, through false standards, through false ways. <laughs> Boys, can I change the subject to something which I laughed at earlier? Go for it because it's, it's about to go down the arse bro's toilet. Yeah. It's about to go down arse brosy, isn't it? Yeah, no, I'm joking. Um, so there was a there was a thing. I'm going to bring it up on my phone, actually. This is how bad this season has been for us boys, right? And I know this has come from ridiculous pundits and I don't agree with it whatsoever, but I'm going to bring it up anyway because I thought it was crazy that the pundits aren't even rating any of our players currently, okay? You're not going to be able to see. I don't think you're going to be able to see this, are you? No, no nope. you're not. It's too small. So it's... Uh, John Hartson and Jolian Lescott's uh, Premier League 1-11, to seeing as we've just done a 1-11, to outside of the top six, which is currently the whole of the Arsenal side to pick from, right? Yeah. You can pick any Arsenal player you want. And this is the team that they've gone for, right? This is two pundits that do not rate any of our team <laughs> apart from Aubameyang, right? Nick Pope is ahead of Burnt Leno in goal. Okay, Stupid. to be fair to him, he's had a, he's that. had a really good season. He's had Still, a really good season. I agree with that, but you, that's up to a debate, right? So I, Nick Pope, I, I think Burnt, I think Burnt Leno is a top three keeper in the Premiership. So I think yeah. that's and I would thing. agree with that, right? So Pope yeah. Pope has been given the nod, but he has been good Max this season, in my opinion. Yeah. Pope's very yeah. consistent, right? So I can just about understand that. Max Aaron's at right back, great player. I really rate yeah. him. I think he's a top. top Top draw player, and we haven't had a right back for ages. We've had we played Socrates there for goodness sake because Bellerin's been injured for so long. So that one I wasn't too pissed off about. Then he's got they've gone for Gary Cahill and Egan at the back, you know, the Sheffield United left. Um, yeah, there so, would yeah. be so many other premiership centre backs. I would, yeah, I would. Pick. I mean, I'm not saying I'd pick any Arsenal centre backs, but there is no. loads of other centre backs I'd pick. I agree with that. So yeah, that was a bit strange. Who does Egan play for? Um, Sheffield United. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd have I'd, I'd have one of the uh, Brighton guys, Dunk or something Dunk. like that. Oh, yeah. Nathan yeah. Aki, yeah. Na- uh, Lewis yeah. Dunk. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's, enough, there's enough other players. Even Tyrone Mings has had a better season than some of those. Tarkowski. I, 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 wish, I wish I hadn't have been so anti-Cahill when it happened. I was so anti-Cahill. I was like, we don't need him. We don't want him. You asked me if I would rather have David Luiz or Gary Cahill now. Yeah. Yeah. I know David Luiz's form has improved slightly, but I, I, I said Cahill. You would have Gary Cahill. Yeah, I know you, yeah, did. you and did. I was, suffer, fair, I, was you did. I think yeah. I shouted yeah. at you and called <laughs> you old, called you old and foolish and demented. We got three minutes. So this next one. this left this left <clears throat> left back will make you laugh. Pick a left back outside the top six that you'd go for, boys. Even Saka, even Saka would yeah. be better than this guy. Yeah? yeah, yeah. Danny Rose, ladies and gentlemen. Danny no. Rose. No. <laughs> he's he, he, he quality. Does he? Do you think? He's quality in the sense that Tottenham are oh, a, so many a, top, a top six side, but he's not in a but He's on loan at Newcastle. He doesn't help that he's at Newcastle, Fergus. No, no, no. But he was a Tottenham player, and mm. he's just recently gone to Newcastle. So yeah, I don't think yeah. he's... 
That that's good enough. Then okay. you've got Zaha and McNeil on the wings. Fair enough. I, I like both of them players. I think yeah. they're, they're decent. And then they've gone for Jack Grealish, who I totally agree with. But they've gone for Kapue in the middle over ahead of Decore. I find that very odd. I'd have Decore yeah, any day of the that. week. Um, and to be fair, there's some other players in there that you'd probably probably look at. And then they've gone for Danny Ings and Aubameyang up front, right? So you look at that team and there is no Arsenal players even close to it. And I had a great one. debate on the same old one. Arsenal with a one. Yeah, one, one sorry. Yeah, Aubameyang. So you look at it and you think, how is it that people are still saying to me that this Arsenal side, they're sticking up for some of these players. They're sticking up for how good Mustafi's turned into and Chaka and Ozil. They're still better than what we've got. Apparently, Kapue is better than Chaka. Apparently, uh, Jack Grealish is, and uh, and uh, what's his name? Um, yeah, like, I, I, are better I, than I, Ozil. I can so, answer that question. Go on. They are. We're bang average. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. Ask, if you ask me, but if people I would, don't if you ask me this, if I'd take Grealish over Özil, I'd say yes. Yep. If you ask me whether I would take, I don't, I don't know whether I'd take Kapu over Xhaka. I think they're actually quite similar in the fact that they're really, really one dimensional. They're just one dimensional in different areas. Um, but you know, I, I wouldn't have Xhaka. You'd in take that. Gary Cahill over Mustafi, wouldn't you? And you'd take, yeah. do you know what I mean? You would, and over Socrates, uh, what's his name, uh, Egan from Sheffield United. You would take. You know, uh, most of them players, honestly, you would. And this bar, is just proving Leno, how bad it and is. Th- bar Leno, and I think that Saka, and this is without an Arsenal hat on, right? I think that Saka, for him to be a ahead of Rose, yeah, from that team ahead of Rose is man. I think Saka's been. I, I think he should be the European Young Player of the Year this year. I think he would be an amazing shout for for Young Player of the Year for what he's done in the environment that he's come into in a team that he's come into with the changing of the coaches and the changing of the guard at Arsenal. Like Saka is like how you could not have him in there for Danny Rose is, is, is crazy. Beyond me. But outside of that, I might not agree with the players that are in the team, but without being sort of Arsenal negative, I, I wouldn't is- put a lot of Arsenal players in there. No. And that's my point. And people have been ranting saying, Oh, it's harsh, Dan, you're harsh on some of these players. No, I'm not. It's the truth. These players are bang average. Listen, Sorry, boys. Oh. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Now people know what happens when we press the end <laughs> record and go up the arse and it all finishes. We sit here for 20 minutes, 25 minutes, just rambling on <laughs> about Arsenal and just random things. And Max has said for for ages, we need to capture this. And that's exactly what happened. We finished the uh, 1 to 11 that we've done with uh, Max and we start chatting for five or 10 minutes and all of a sudden I went, hang on a, gu- a second, guys. I'll send you a new link. We're just going to record this and see what happens. If it's awful, we'll get rid of it. But it has been really good. I've really enjoyed just the ramble. Max, get to work. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if there's a work for me with the uh, with the economy <laughs> shutting down. But yeah. Off to work. Couple more coffees for me, then off to work. Okay, mate. Dan, um, hope you're well, mate. I will see you whenever we open up again somewhere. Or yeah, wherever. man. Yeah. Hopefully um, sooner rather than later, man. I'm missing it. <laughs> if listen, we're gonna have to meet up for a beer or something soon. But like, let, let me get over this lurgy stuff anyway. I don't want to infect nobody else. So too right. again, too right. always, 
<laughs> you have been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans, by Arsenal fans. Um, if you want to check out uh, our guys' other content, you got Max on Arse Bros Rant. Uh, you got um, uh, uh, Dan. He's on Same Old Arsenal Potsy Preview. And uh, well, actually, Dan's everywhere. He's a podcast whore. So, but otherwise, um, subscribe to Guns and Yellow Ribbons. We're on Guns and Ribbons on Twitter, Guns and Yellow Ribbons, and everything else. And up the arse. Up the arse. Thanks for listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons or Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too. 